Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. It is your host, Tim, and thank you for joining us today. We have what you need for the bipocalypse. Everything you need to cover your butt with some deep sleepers. Um, don't forget, if you want to get the full episode, uh, not just the news updates, and yeah, that's it, not just the news updates, uh, patreon.com slash Fantasy. if you are so kind, for as little as $3 a month. That is literally a half a coffee a month. Right. All you got to do is sign up, put in your credit card and the the entire episodes come to you. You could just put them right on your Spotify, right on your Apple podcast. And the reason why uh, we need to make some money at this whole thing is because we want to support our baby, our child. The only tool you need to be your own expert, the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. We have spent seven years breaking down uh, fantasy football, you know, as a profession, but we've been doing it for 20 years uh, recreationally, and we know what goes into building and maintaining a good fantasy team. And we put everything you need in one place, and that's the Fantasy Football by Brodo app, and it's free right now. So there's literally nothing you lose. Go check it out. Um, yeah, that's my spiel. So let's get into today's episode. I can't wait. It's been a minute since I've been on the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast begins now. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com and the Fantasy Football by Brodo app, the only tool you need to dominate fantasy football. I'm back, baby. It was a long week last week. I had myself quite the quite the sickness, um, but I'm here and no longer will I be... Be fantasy sick. I am no longer deprived. Um, I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, the best damn fantasy analyst out there, Michael Petrop. What's good, bro? What up, Tim? Welcome back, brother. Yeah, man. It was. Uh, I didn't even get rankings in last week. That's how bad it was. Like I could not look at a computer screen for more than 20 minutes without wanting to absolutely rip my entire brain out of my head. Uh, it was uh, it, it was it was something, man. But um, be like that sometimes, yo. Yeah, man. I'm still I'm I'm still recovering a little bit. Like I'm not all the way uh, back yet, but I'm all the way back enough to stare at this computer screen for a little while and talk. To you have people. some color in your face. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I was looking a little ghostly. You know what? I was at uh, I was at work. For those of you who don't know, I'm a, a school teacher and uh, I teach high school ninth and tenth graders. And and uh, I was at work and my ninth grader last period, tenth period. She looks at me. She's like, "Yo, are you all right, man?" And I'm like, yeah, I feel fine. I'm just like a little cold. She's like, dude, you look terrible. I'm like, well, thanks. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, like 30 seconds later, I felt lo- like legit. I was going to pass out like straight up, just like fall backwards. Like I never felt that before in my life. Like I've never passed out. So I don't, I don't even know what that feels like. And yeah, that's what I felt like. So I had to sit down. I just sat down for a little period. I was like, yo guys, keep working. If you need any help, like ask each other. And my my assistant principal, I was talking to her in the hallway. She's like, yo, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, why does everyone keep telling me this? I wasn't. I wasn't fine. So they knew. Yeah. Everybody, so everyone knew before I did. But um, we're hoping to know about all the fantasy goodness before everyone else does. <laughs> That's kind of what we're banking on here on the on the Broto Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, so let's get into player news. What do you say, Mike? Let's do it. Before I get to player news, just a, an interesting one, an interesting signing. Uh, let's start, let's lead it off with Julio Jones, man. Do, joining the Eagles, a little bit of a young Julius. Yeah, man, a little bit of a, or a, as a as Matt calls him, Julio. I, I've never seen someone so hell bent 
on mispronouncing a name on purpose. Like I mispronounce names, but I do it by accident. Matt just is like, I'm calling this guy Julio no matter what. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Julio Jones uh, joins the Eagles. Is this something to care about? You think, Michael, or just this is a fun blast from the past? Julio Jones maybe comes in and catches a touchdown. Again. It's a fun blast from the past. Um, I'm sure in a game where they're up by like three touchdowns, maybe they'll throw him a fade or something. Um, but I don't really see any real fantasy impact coming from Julio Jones. He was in better situations um, than what he's going to be in right now with uh, uh, Philly playing behind A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Scotter. Like they got a lot of weapons. So Julio Jones isn't going to be a target earner by any means. So I don't think there's any real um, fantasy impact here, but maybe he's able to resurrect his career a little bit as like, a, you know, one of the wily old vets who just helps a very good team get even better. Yep. And then, you know, with the Eagles, like, what happened to the Eagles last week, by the way? I what, feel like they, they lost to uh, aspiring Super Bowl uh, <laughs> favorites. Yeah. The yeah, New York yeah. Jets. <laughs> Yo, uh, by the way, if Aaron Rodgers is on this team, and I know, I know I hate to say that, but, like, the way they're playing right now is just, like, imagine they had a great quarterback on the team. It would just be. Oh, all the people who were all the people before the season when Aaron Rodgers was healthy, who had the Jets winning like seven games or something, looked like complete idiots. All right, let's get into the uh, news. We'll go in, you know, or news order, news time order, because uh, we want to give you the latest and greatest right away. It's going to be a lot of injury news, so uh, strap in. Tyler Lockett remained limited with a hamstring on Thursday's practice, and uh, same thing with uh, Zach Charbonnet. He did not. Uh, practice. How are you feeling about these two Seahawks? Are you worried about Tyler Lockett? This is a hamstring. We know how those soft tissue injuries go. Um, you, you know, you're not playing Zach Charbonnet regardless. So Tyler Lockett. Was yeah. Good. Well, Charbonnet would, if he's out, uh, you got to expect even more snaps for Ken Walker, which is great if you have Ken Walker. But for Lockett, I mean, if Lockett's playing, then you're going to play him. He's been pretty, I mean, all the, the Seahawks offense has been kind of slacking this year outside of um, Ken Walker it just seems to be the Ken Walker show every time they get close to the end zone. So, but if you have Tyler Lockett and like it's how many teams are on by this week? Six, four, or six? Six teams. It yeah, is the apocalypse. Yeah. So I mean, I doubt if you have Tyler Lockett, you're leaving him on the bench. I'd no, be shocked. I mean, but that's the thing. Like that's what scares. That's what's scary. The scary part is. It, you're not leaving him on the bench and you need to play him. So if he has a hamstring and it's messing him up, that's the scary part. By the way, the team's on by this week, Carolina Panthers, Cincinnati Bengals, Dallas Cowboys, Houston Texans, New York Jets, Tennessee Titans. Well, yeah, but Tyler Lockett's a guy who has spent his like career sliding before contact and things like that. Like he knows how to uh, avoid getting injured. If he is injured, he's like, I'm sure he's going to know, but like if he plays, I'll, I'll trust him. These hamstrings are bothering anyone. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, so Devontae Adams in the news as well. I don't know if you heard what he said. Um, he, he wants the football. He wants the football. You know, he's trying to get the football. And you you hear him. Uh, definitely a situation where we, we say this a lot. You know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Um, it's not. It, it looks like it's going to be Brian Hoyer. Uh, I, I guess it's going to be Brian Hoyer. I don't know if you heard anything about it. Last time it was Aiden O'Connell, but Brian Hoyer was the one who came in last game. Played well. Um, so I guess it's going to be Brian Hoyer. I don't see why Brian Hoyer wouldn't just completely pepper Devontae Adams with with targets. He should be a good play this week. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, I don't think they've made it clear at all who's going to be the starting quarterback. Um, 
Hoyer or O'Connell. But either way, if you have Devontae Adams, he's not someone you ever sit. Even if he's had a couple down weeks, people forget that the week before that he went crazy. Like, it's Devontae Adams, so you're playing him. And here's what I mean with hamstrings. Greg Dolchich. So Greg Dolchich injures his hamstring yeah. and then misses four games, comes back in the game, misses a ham- miss- comes out of the game with a hamstring injury, and now his hamstring is hurt again and did not practice on Thursday. Like, this is what you run into with these freaking hamstrings, bro. You can never tell. Like, I, I know I'm yeah, not... Yeah, but a- Tyler Lockett didn't, like, he wasn't out for a game. He wasn't on IR. Like, it was never that severe. I'm just saying, like, obviously I'm playing Tyler Lockett, but it's just... <sighs> Something to be nervous about. Another guy to be nervous about, Devontae Smith. Uh, He expects to play Sunday evening against the Dolphins, even though he is dealing with a hamstring injury. Smith told the media, you ain't got to worry about me. Um, I'll be out there. Smith has just got one limited practice in this so far. Um, I mean, he's honestly been bad. He's he's all the wide receiver twos that were being drafted as wide receiver ones uh, have been bad. And he's been no exception to the rule. He had a case of the Butterfingers against the Jets. I'll tell you that much. Two point-blank passes right in his chest that he dropped. Oh, one of them where he had green. It might have been a 60-yard touchdown. Yeah, there was a lot of space. When that happened, I was me and Jason were watching it with each other. We just kind of looked at each other. We were like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that works. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. Because he was behind both safeties. Like, no, if yeah, he turns it, it upfield, it he's gone. Yeah. Um, Ramondre Stevenson has been removed from the injury report. He will play against the Bills. Pratt Fryermuth was limited in Thursday's practice. Um, he was a full participant Wednesday, so you <laughs> imagine it could be a load management type thing. Um, look, he's been dreadful, except outside of one game so far this year, and he's missed some yeah. time. Um, but he's in a fantastic matchup. Would you want to play Pat Fryermuth this week? Yeah, I mean, it's super top-heavy, um, the tight ends. Then it's just like a bucket of lower-end tight end ones that you have to, you know, if you have him, play him. Pat Fryermuth is one of those guys. Like, I'm not sitting Pat Fryermuth for, like, a, I don't know who who's on the waiver wire, like Kate Otten or something, or, like, people, even, like, a, a bunch of options are on by Dalton Schultz. Um, for example, he's available in some leagues. But, yeah, I mean, five Pat Fryermuth, I'm, I'm not happily starting him. He's been bad this season, the the uh, Steelers offense has been bad this season, but that's, that's the tight end position. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's tight ends, man. I think my biggest miss this year in terms of like, uh, you know, draft season and telling people who to pick, I think Juju Smith Schuster was my number one miss this year. I really thought that he was going to have an, uh, an opportunity to be better in a better offense, uh, but he's been a non-factor on an offense. that's just been absolutely horrible. Uh, but he did well, get I remember good Sept- September came around that it was reported that Juju didn't have a knee. Basically, and it was like, I wish I knew that in July and <laughs> yeah, August in and August. Yeah, I knew he was dealing with injuries. I didn't know it was to the point where he he's like a crippled old man. Yeah, he looks like it, to be honest. Yeah, he looks ridiculously slow and it's yeah. not good. Um, he was limited in Thursday's practice due to a concussion. Uh, Hunter Henry did not practice on Thursday, so an already decrepit New England offense gets even more decrepit uh, with these injuries. And man, that that was definitely my biggest miss. Uh, all those Patriots. This is what I get for believing in Patriots. Yeah, um, I and I didn't get it. You yeah, did I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, well, I'll take that one. I'll take that one right <laughs> on the chin. Uh, Debo Samuel shoulder did not practice on Thursday. I don't believe anything that his head coach says about anything. 
So um, it's hard to, to go off what he said. Um, but this is a Monday night game. So keep an yeah. eye out. You know, these injuries, especially two big guys like Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey, uh, who also did not practice on Thursday because of his oblique injury. Kyle Shanahan says he's day to day and he could play. This man is tough because these are two guys that you depend on in your lineup. Yeah. And not only that, their replacements are probably needed, particularly Christian McCaffrey, are probably needed for a bunch of teams that are bipocalypsed right now. You know, let's say hypothetically, if there was some sort of person that I don't know who it is, but let's say you had Derrick Henry on your team, right? And now you need an RB2 and you got Elijah Mitchell on your bench and you don't know what you're going to do because you also have Devontae Foreman who could play because uh, Roshan Johnson is still in the concussion protocol. What do you do, Michael? What do you do? Michael, what do you do? <laughs> Michael, you're on mute. We can't hear you. All right. There's some, Michael's having some technical difficulties. He just gave me the finger up. But, yeah, what do you do? I'm going to have to figure that out. Uh, but by the time Michael comes back, he'll figure it out. Let's move on to uh, the next piece of news. So, Wandell Robinson, uh, he was a full participant in Thursday's practice. He looks like he's going to go. More on Wandell Robinson later in this episode. Um, Saquon Barkley was limited in Thursday's practice. Oh, there he is. My, You know, I told him my computer will randomly just, like, turn off the audio. Yeah. I just got a like a pop-up of like the audio with a cancel sign through it. So I was like, are you kidding me right now? So I had to go to the system settings. I don't understand why that happens. <laughs> your computer sucks, man. Yeah, no, but uh, the old one sucked. Yeah. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. Let's keep it pushing. Let's keep it pushing. Uh, big news. Jimmy Garoppolo will not play uh, week seven against the bears. We already told, talked about that. Aiden O'Connell, Brian Hoyer. One of these guys is going to start. We don't know exactly who yet, but uh, I mean, do you assume it's Brian Hoyer or do you assume it's Aiden O'Connell? Do you think that, you know, it's a situation where Brian Hoyer is more situationally ready to take over for an injury in game and Aiden O'Connell is more he can get prepared and be the starter when they actually play? Yeah, I would uh, I would expect it to be Hoyer. I feel like Hoyer played better than O'Connell did. Um, when O'Connell was given the shot, but I guess we'll see. Either way, it's a downgrade from Jimmy G. In today's LOL news, Terrace Marshall was given permission to seek a trade, demanded a trade. Future New York Jet, Terrace Marshall. No, stop it. Why would you say that? Wait, why, why would you do that? Uh, this is an interesting one. Kyler Murray brought back in practice on Thursday. He had his 21-day window opened. Ooh, I was I was under the impression that maybe Kyler Murray was going to kind of just sit out this season, uh, take one for the team. Maybe they go for the the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. But, you know, nothing about the moves that the Arizona Cardinals have made since the season started has said tank. You know, yeah, they're playing hard. Yeah. And, and everyone's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they released Colt McCoy for Josh Dobbs. This Now they're really going going down the drain. It's like, listen, this team was a lot better with Josh Dobbs than they would have been with Colt McCoy, and I think they knew that too, and they were trying to win games. Yeah. And he plays a more Kyler Murray-esque game anyway. So uh, it'll be interesting to see the Cardinals when Kyler Murray returns. It's a, it's a, you know, Kyler's a good player. He's a good player. He makes it, He makes the people around him better. So um, He's all right. But, I mean, he's better than Josh Dobbs, even though Josh Dobbs is, is performing. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. 
I would say Kyler Murray's top ten at his peak. Especially right now. So it's a weak quarterback landscape. I'm not a Kyler Murray guy. But I mean we'll see how he plays when he returns. Aaron Jones is a big one. Uh limited for Thursday's practice. He looks like he's gonna play. Gets the Broncos, baby. Yeah, fire him up. If he returns against the Broncos, then you play him. Easy as that. It's it's easy math. Broncos equals play. Um, I'm going to read this right from Ralph Vacchiano. Um, Daniel Jones was limited in Thursday's practice. Jones was once again limited in practice. His head coach, Brian Dable, pointed out he has still been cleared. He hasn't been cleared for contact. The limited practices are encouraging, but relatively meaningless if Jones doesn't get cleared for contact. So uh, Mike Garofalo said that Jones is a legitimate chance to play this week. What do you think about Daniel Jones this week? Do, does it change your mind at all? This is a really, really good opportunity. We're gonna be, again. I'm gonna talk about that a little bit more uh, against this Broncos defense that's as that's been completely just terrible, just absolutely yeah. horrible. Um, I think that the the fact that a Daniel Jones injury um, showed that Tyrod Taylor can run the offense just as successfully shows how bad that contract was for. The Giants gave Daniel Jones. Um, if anything, he played their best football this past week against the Bills. If Tyra Taylor just knew how to manage a clock better, you'd expect that from like a 35-year-old veteran. They would have put up more points and maybe would have won that game. But uh, yeah, I mean, Wondell Robinson had his best game. Darius Slayton had his best game. Not not ideal for Daniel Jones. But I, whether it's him or Tyrod Taylor, I don't even think it changes the, the way you look at the pass catchers. Daniel Jones right now is just like... I don't know white Tyrod Taylor. Like they are literally the same player. Yeah, which like is, they have the same skill set. They have the same everything, with completely different contracts. Yeah, <laughs> with very very different contracts. I think I think Tyrod got paid once though, didn't he? Not like not like forty million dollars a year. Don't get me wrong, but this it's a new day. I think he's got like twenty million dollars a year one year. I might be mistaken though. Um, Jameer Jameer Gibbs. Sounds like he's trending towards playing, according to Ian Rappaport. Um, you know, Craig Reynolds was on the injury report for for um, practice. David Montgomery is going to be out. This could finally be the time Jameer Gibbs breaks out, Michael. It could actually yeah, happen. Week seven. Week seven due to injuries. Maybe. We'll see. If all three are out, who who do they even have? I don't even know who their Jameer backup Gibbs. is to Craig Reynolds. No, I'm saying if Montgomery I mean, Reynolds Gibbs then Gibbs is already the third string running back. Well, let's, no, he's the backup out. running back. Well, what do you mean? You got David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. You just called Gibbs the third string running back. No, no, no. I called uh, what's Reynolds. Is Reynolds the third string. Yeah, you said Gibbs. But oh, I'm saying okay. I don't know. I don't know who their fourth string running back is because that's whoever that is would be the guy. There's no. They don't Probably have anyone listed on their yeah, depth chart. Who's on yeah. the practice squad? Probably one of those guys. I know because they had Bam Knight, and Bam Knight is injured. Bam Knight's out the season. Yeah, He's so Bam Knight played. running backs left and right. Yeah, they're the running back. It's like a running back graveyard in Detroit. Crap. Um, but, yeah, uh, maybe he does. Let me ask you a question. If how What's your like confidence level on Craig Reynolds if he plays this week? With Jameer Gibbs there, you know, we saw Craig Reynolds come in uh, for David Montgomery. But we also saw Bam Knight come in for David Montgomery when he got no, injured Bam the first Knight's, time. Yeah, that was Bam the first Knight's time. Out. Right. And so but and then with this time we saw Craig Reynolds though, and he like he wasn't that impressive. He didn't he didn't run well. I mean, yeah, he's not like a 
star running back by any means, but then he laid out that awesome block um, for the Amon Ross St. Brown touchdown, which was dope. Probably earned him a few more snaps. Um, but yeah, I mean, if he plays the Lions running back room, just scores touchdown at a ridiculous clip. So I do think he has some touchdown upside, but I think he's more of just like a lower end flex play. That's very touchdown dependent. All right, Michael, who would you rather play him or Tyler Algier? Probably Algier. Uh, him or Jeff Wilson? This is assuming Gibbs is also in. This is assuming Gibbs is also in, yes. Uh, Jeff Wilson. Justice Hill. Hill. Jordan Mason. Mason. Wow. Antonio Gibson. Yeah, probably Reynolds. Okay, so that's kind of your line. So you have him kind of like where I have him right now. He's like on running back 39-ish, you know, yeah, around. It's just he's going to be super touchdown dependent. If Gibbs is out, then I'd definitely move him up ahead to, ahead of those guys that you mentioned. All right. Uh, let's move forward with. Yeah, I mean, if Gibbs is out, you definitely have to. He's, he's the starting running back. But he also uh, missed some time. He had He has like multiple injuries right now. So yeah. let's see where he's at. Um, Kyron Williams is definitely going to be out. Uh, Jordan Rodriguez reported that he's using a scooter and has a cast around his leg. Um, but here's the thing. Everyone assumes that Zach Evans is going to be the next guy up here. But they went out and they got Miles Gaskin. And they got Daryl Henderson. Who who had, like knows the system. Started last year. Started last year for them. Zach Evans is a rookie. You never know what's going on with him. They also you know, elevated Royce Freeman. Yes, Royce Freeman. How could I forget? So you got two guys coming in off the street. One of them knows the offense very well. You got the rookie, and then you got the guy that's been on the practice squad. <clears throat> it, can you make sense of any of this? I mean, it seems like Zach Evans would reasonably be the but, next guy well, up. But, but why? Depth chart. He was on the active roster, not on the practice squad. He yeah, wasn't on the couch. No depth, like, there's no depth chart. These guys just signed. He was, a, he was the next man up last week. Um, once Kyron Williams got hurt, and Ronnie Rivers was also hurt. So, But again, yeah, banking on a third string running back as being the guy is questionable. Um, I'm sure a bunch of people spent a shitload of money on Zach Evans, fab money, in desperate spots because if he does work out, if he does get the Kyron Williams role, it could be a huge role. Maybe uh, it ends up going to Royce Freeman, Daryl Henderson. We don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. My best guess would be Zach Evans at the moment because he's the one who did it last week when uh, when the injuries occurred. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And some good news, on the other hand. Deontay Johnson. Probably going to play. Full participant in Wednesday's practice. I would oh, love to go. I have De Deontay Johnson on literally almost every team that I have. <laughs> So, for what that's worth, I would like to see him come back. Yeah, I mean, you know how I feel about DeAndre Johnson. Uh, Jets traded wide receiver McCall Hardman. To the Chiefs. To the Chiefs. Back to the Chiefs. Not for nothing, the Chiefs wide receiver room has been abysmal, and McCall Hardman had several uh, like top 24 finishes last year when healthy um, with the Chiefs. So, in a couple of weeks or so, I could see McCall Hardman maybe being an interesting play. Interesting. That is interesting. Rashad, Rashawn Johnson of the Bears did not practice Wednesday, still in the concussion protocol. If he plays, do you think that he automatically takes the the basically early and just like every down roll uh, workhorse, you know, main back roll from Deonta Foreman? I mean, I'm sure he would get 
most of the snaps, but Deontay Foreman played well enough. I think that uh, he'd definitely get a lot of early down carries as well. But, I mean, if you're still in concussion protocol this Thursday after missing the week prior, certainly not a good sign. Uh, Jeff Wilson, uh, his coach, Mike McDaniels, did not said he did not suffer any setbacks last week and he's ready to go. We'll be talking a little bit more about Jeff Wilson later in this episode. So hint, 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 hint. Now let's leave it off on this one. A sad way to leave it off. You know how we do. Actually, you know what? Let's let's one more before that one. Um, Roger Goodell signed a contract to stay on as NFL commissioner um, for. For through 2027. All right. Nice little extension for Roger Goodell. Yes. Roger that. And we'll end it on this one. Anthony Richardson will undergo shoulder surgery and is out for the remainder of the season. Um, I was one of those guys that did not believe in Anthony Richardson. But with that being said, he's still a super exciting player. I I like his future. I'm excited to see him in the future. It sucks that his rookie season has to end this way. I do hope that he learns how how to slide and give himself up in those situations because uh, all his life probably he's been bigger than everyone else just kind of like enforcing his will especially on the run he can't do that in the nfl anymore so yeah. he needs to just chill out or this is going to kind i fear that this is going to be a narrative in his career so i hope this at least is happening now it's happening young you know he's got a taste of the league next year he can come back fully healthy and with the proper tools in place to maybe keep himself healthy for an entire season yeah, I mean, he impressed me in his first few games in the NFL. But, yeah, unfortunate. Now it's Minshew Mania in Indy. I was going to say, what is that? Like, obviously, I feel like, is it too, is it not that obvious? I feel like it's obvious that this is clearly a win for, like, Josh Downs and Michael Pittman. For Josh Downs, yeah. Michael Pittman was getting, like, every single target Anthony Richardson was throwing. Yeah, but he still got mad targets from Minshew last game, too. He's still oh, yeah, he's still, get, he's still going to get a bunch of targets, but it's definitely better for Josh Downs. Um, and you, what do you think, better for Jonathan Taylor or worse? Or is that in, in slash Zach Moss? I probably would. I would probably preferred Richardson just because he's a a better quarterback. But All right, Mike. Do? That's it for the first half of the episode. We are going to hit the Patreon now. Remember, patreon.com slash brotofantasy if you want to get the entire thing. Let me put this up there right there. Yep. If you are on the YouTube, you can see it right on the bottom. Um, If you want the entire, the entire episode and what we're going to be talking about, by the way, little teaser, um, we have deep sleepers for you. So if you're caught in in the, in the bipocalypse, we have guys that are deep, deep, deep down that you can play and count on and have a good game. So if you really, really need help, we got some deep sleepers, one at every position from either of us. So eight deep sleepers. Um, and then we are going over our rankings review, and then we're hitting that mailbag. We answer every question uh, from the patrons. So come on over to patreon.com slash fantasy. You can hook that up right on your Spotify, right on your Apple Music, whatever app that plays it. You can It literally goes there as if it's a regular episode. You just see it like a light blue logo rather than a dark blue logo, which is what you see. That's the only difference. Um, so, yeah. Uh, with that being said, peace out, everyone. We'll see you next week, and good luck on your fantasy weeks this week. Oh, don't forget to to come in live every Sunday, uh, youtube.com slash brotofantasy. We have live start sit advice right there, live, right yep. there. Yep. 11 to 12 Eastern. Be there and be square. Later. Later.